If I see you while I'm drunk or I text you while I'm drunk or I Snapchat you, bitch, I might even email you when I'm drunk. There's no telling what that bitch will do. That is not me. That's not me. What she does is none of my business, so don't bring it back up to me the next day ever. That was not me, okay? Keep it between y'all. And welcome back to Poor Life Decision. I'm Chris. I'm Doyen, a.k.a. Lynn Jacobs. Who is Lynn Jacobs? Do I know who that is? Angela Bassett and London Has Fallen. (laughs) (laughs) I still have not seen that. (laughs) It's so bad. (laughs) I still haven't seen it. Is it on Netflix? It's on Netflix, isn't it? I feel like it would be. I don't know. But, um... Yeah. <laughs> Didn't you watch it on Netflix? I watched it. Like, my sisters were watching it, so oh. I watched it with them. Oh. <laughs> I don't know why I felt like that was maybe one of your picks. <laughs> oh, no. It's so bad, but it's like the CGI is, like, horrible. But the title <laughs> is so great. It's like, yeah. how are you bad with this great title? <laughs> I don't know, but they managed to do it. <laughs> Ask, ask your lion sister about London has fallen. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Does she like mo- bad movies like you? Not bad, but poor production movies like you. Probably not. But we have watched. I think we've all watched all of the fallen movies. <laughs> oh wait, this is a series. Well, there's like Olympus has fallen. Are you serious? <laughs> there's one then. I think there's some other things that fell. Oh, well, now I've got to check it out. I did not know that. <laughs> I didn't know that someone actually curated this piece. Now I have to check it out. Zoya, tell everybody what you've been up to and what you are drinking. Um, I haven't been up to much. It's winter, so I am staying indoors. <laughs> uh, yesterday was the Super Bowl, and I drank a lot. <laughs> but I ain't no quitter, so I didn't let that deter me from today. Like, everybody was dragging into work this morning. Oh, like, right. I was like, uh, I was like, I have post Super Bowl sickness. Like the rest of my team is like sick, sick. But I was like, oh, I just have a headache, but I still gotta be here. <laughs> so that was what happened in my life. Um, yeah. And yeah. So what that's you what I've been up to. Okay. So you know when you're at the liquor, not the liquor store. You're at the grocery store. And you just see a drink, and it's Sunday, and you're like, well, I miss, like, alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, so I got this cocktail, cocktail, quote-unquote, called Uh Tekin Cucumber Lime. And I don't know what it is. It's probably some kind of wine. It's a little sweet. But um, I was like, hey, let's give it a try, even though I know it doesn't have any, like, liquor in it because you can buy it on a Sunday for the grocery store. <laughs> but, so, cucumber lime has piqued my interest. Is it not tasty? Yeah. It is. It is good. Okay. I was just like, I don't know what it is that I'm drinking, but it's tasty. It okay. is 12% alcohol. Whoa! <laughs> that's good for, for a wine drink, you know. Right. That's pretty good. Wow. You're doing better than me. Um, well, I haven't done much either. 
I actually had an allergic reaction this past week. No. Listen. 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 I refuse to go take one of those tests where you find out what you're allergic to because I am sure that I'm allergic to everything that is wholesome and good. So, <laughs> only thing I know that I have a allergy to is um, shellfish. And yes, I still eat shellfish, but that's not what I had the other day. I don't know. I, I don't know what it was, but anyway, I did not do too much last night because I'm still kind of full of Benadryl and I didn't want to go to a Super Bowl party, drink a lot, be full of Benadryl, fall asleep on the road. So just didn't mm-hmm. do too much. Um, my face is finally starting to get back to normal, but it was all discombobulated and everything it was just a mess it was a mess Mm -hmm. so i've literally just been taking benadryl for for about seven days now (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) i know right poor me (laughs) (laughs) anyway tonight i am drinking jose cuervo sparkling strawberry margaritas and it's just because I was lazy and I went in the liquor store specifically <laughs> looking for something that's already mixed. Um, I did not go. So y'all, y'all know, I told y'all this before. I don't like to go to like, I mix my liquor stores up cause I don't want them to mm-hmm. be like, damn, she coming here every other day. So I right. went to the little country one that I actually haven't been to in a long time. And they, they've actually remodeled inside. It looks pretty nice. Um, but they just don't have a <laughs> wide variety. So I was like, I'm just going to try this Jose. I know the name. <laughs> I'm familiar. And um, <laughs> yeah, it tastes okay. It's 8% alcohol. It's really, really sweet, though. It's really, really mm-hmm. sweet. I-, I wish I had remembered my ice <laughs> to put in here because it is super sweet. But <laughs> Other than that, that's all I've been doing and drinking. We do have a review for this week. Yay. Hooray for me for remembering things. <laughs> This was by Jack Miyu Yoshi, and the title was Yes, Please. This podcast is so much fun. These girls say what is on my mind about all the relevant topics, so I find myself yelling yes, exactly, a lot at my phone. They are also hilarious and make me truly LOL, but they can also tone it down and handle tough information, too. Can't wait to hear more. listener and what was that name again jack me yoshi jack and there me you yoshi oh me you oshi yoshi jack anyway. <laughs> 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 well they um uh, are our friends over in megan's side house canada <laughs> wow. well so, thank you <laughs> thank you so much for that lovely review um as always this is what we try to do this is what we do with who we do it for. Okay. I had a case of the sillies. But anyway, yes. Thank you for the wonderful review. As always, we ask you all to make sure you rate and review us. Five stars. The others do not work. Leave a glowing review. And we will, of course, read it on air. So, once again, thank you. Another round of applause for our great listeners. <laughs> All right, Doya, so what's cracking? 
Okay, so we're going to move along to our current events. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, you know, the Super Bowl just happened. Everybody always wants to make these ads. They're very meaningful. And Pia... <laughs> so, basically, Pia, All Lives Matter, Colin Kaepernick's um, gesture of kneeling, and was like, they made this ad where all these animals, like a fish was kneeling. I'm like, fish don't even have knees. How are they kneeling? You saw how they <laughs> made the snake kneel. <laughs> right. And so all these animals are kneeling against animal abuse. And I'm like, you're not going to all lives matter. Talk about uh, <sighs> stop speciesism. And I'm like, uh, okay. what the fuck is that? <laughs> so, first of all, I hate PETA. I, I have right. a strong dislike for PETA. Uh, never been a fan. Don't like the girl. But mm-hmm. this was just... Wait a minute. Did you watch the commercial? Mm-hmm. So now you fake because you did not warn me that it was a mouse in the commercial. Oh. I, I, I literally almost threw my phone. <laughs> I didn't remember that there was a mouse. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, ah! <laughs> and it snuck up on me. I was like, I don't want to see your bending ass. <laughs> but anyway... I just, PETA is so, they're so full of themselves. And the thing about it is, kick rocks. Because PETA has proven time upon time again, they care. And I'm not saying you're not supposed to care about animals. I don't want anyone to be cruel to animals. But they care Mm -hmm. more about animals than they do about people. And I think we've all seen that. Shut up, PETA. Um, So, do you watch Tom and Jerry? I mean, I haven't in a long time, but I used to. Okay, so you're okay with that. For some reason, I am. <laughs> I'm okay with Jerry, and I'm okay with Mickey Mouse. <laughs> I cannot do, um, what's the movie? Ratatouille? Yeah. I cannot do that. And I went through a phase with my niece when that was all she wanted to watch. Like, mm-hmm. I can't do that. But check this. I love Pinky and the Brain. I don't know. I don't know where the difference lies. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I guess the more realistic they look, then the more I can't handle it. Maybe that's it. Okay. Maybe that's it. <laughs> so next up, um, Pastor Mace is fed up with Diddy. Okay. Amen. <laughs> so he called out Diddy for allegedly not paying him and other artists with their own. And then he said, no more hiding behind love. <laughs> Uh, so he took to his IG page to, um, you know, clear the air. <laughs> he said, I heard you loud and clear when you said you're now for the artist. And to that, my response is, if you want to see change, you can make a change today by starting with yourself. You still got my publishing for 24 years ago, which you gave me 20K. <laughs> it makes me never want to work with you as an artist. When after you know someone is robbing you and tarnishing your name when you don't want to comply with his horrendous business model. We know he's not lying. We all yeah. know that Diddy did not do right by his artist. Um, and we right. know that Mace isn't lying. And even though it's not new information to us, I am glad that it got off his chest. I mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I need to see all of these... Um, 
you know, Instagram press releases that everyone likes to do. But, you know, <laughs> I'm glad he got it off his chest. And, you know, right. we support Mace. You know, I love me some Pastor Mace. I love Mace. I love Pastor Mace. <laughs> and I I must I did not listen to Diddy's speech because mm-hmm. when he started talking, I was like, oh he's not. And I quit I mean I, I personally right. don't have anything against Diddy. I mean he took my money that I know of. But right. we all know that he has not been good to artists. Like, don't mm-hmm. sign with Diddy. Don't right. sign with baby of cash money. Like certain <laughs> people you just know ja don't, don't, <laughs> don't do not buy t- do not let Ja Rule do your taxes. Okay? Right. <laughs> like certain things we just know it's like a given that we know in the community, like he robbed niggas. So yeah. Good for Pastor Mace. Sorry. Um this dog is all in my closet. <laughs> She's not bothering Why? anything. Why hey, Roxy. <laughs> How you doing, sweetness? She's not bothering here. the thing. All my shoes. <laughs> Anyways, okay. Uh, yeah. It's just like, did he just look like he cheat people? <laughs> I mean, that's how he got all of his money. Right. You think about how many artists he signed over the years Versus mm-hmm. how many artists we've actually heard from that come out of Bad Boy. And that have had longevity yeah. with Bad Boy. Right. Um, it's just him. He's the only one that's had longevity. <laughs> um, side note, <laughs> I want you to mm-hmm. create a graphic that makes Roxy our third member. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's done tearing down my closet. Yeah. I th- it looks like you're agitating her. No, she's just hiding, and I'm trying to see what she's doing. <laughs> okay. She's just in the back of my closet. Come here, girl. <laughs> Anyways, so apparently, it's really funny because me and my coworker were just talking about cheaters Saturday, and she Listen. emailed Joey Greco. It was like, hey, what are you up to nowadays? <laughs> 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 we're still waiting for an email response. But, um, Roxy, come here. Sorry. She really is like deep into like my stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't. Is she chewing things? No, I'm just hiding. Then lay down. Oh. <laughs> Peter Guns will now be the new host of Cheaters. And I don't know who asked for this at all. First of all, <laughs> the shade room is shady as fuck for right. identifying him as. Love and hip hop. They identify uptown Peter Guns <laughs> as love and hip hop New York's Peter Gun. Come on now. <laughs> that, there are plenty of people who get their actual fame or notoriety or whatever from love and hip hop. He had a career mm-hmm. prior to love and hip hop. Don't do that man like that. Secondly, <laughs> when I saw it, I was like, the fuck? Who, who, who he gonna call a cheetah? The king of sure. cheats. Like, right. he had both his women living in the same apartment. One on the first floor, one on the second floor. And he was just taking I hate, turns. <laughs> I hate Shay Room for saying musical partner turned impromptu wife. <laughs> I mean, she needed a green card. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, so, yeah. yeah. And I used to love cheaters. Like, there's Joey, and then, I don't know the other guy that came behind Joey, but we used to call him Joey's little cousin. I don't know why yeah. we called him that, but that's what we used to call him. And 
I liked him. I liked him. I liked Joey. But now you're going to bring Peter. Is Peter going to... Yeah, is I he just... going to be able to, like, be as shady as Joey Greco? Mm, I don't know. Apparently the second that guy died. Mm-hmm. That during my research. My bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was supposed to not... <laughs> surprise you with deaths anymore my bad no i don't know him and that was a long time oh my god i did not know that yeah Yeah. and then um yeah i'm just like peter guns is just so that's not what we want i mean i'm gonna check it out for research purposes but i'm just saying we'll see next up as my tab slowly loads with the information uh okay so like we said the super bowl happened and i guess jay-z and beyonce and blue were sitting during the national anthem and somebody thought to write an article about it (laughs) and i I don't know like this whole like jay-z partnering with the nfl thing is weird to me i don't see any movement or positive change thus far and then you know, for them to show up at this game and then sit down, it just wasn't enough for me. <laughs> I mean, I I wasn't going to talk about it because it doesn't feel good at all. And, okay, they sat down. Like, what did you think they were going to do? Did you really think that they were going to salute right. and sing along? I don't, I don't mm. know. I don't know what they thought. But also, why do these people care? Why are you... Why are you so hard looking at what I'm doing? Mind your own business. Take care of yourself. I have fallen into a TikTok, into a TikTok fuzzy haze. And let me tell you, (laughs) I because after, you know, after we got the um, very horrendous news about Kobe and his daughter and the other passengers, I I had to stay away from social media, but I found a safe place in TikTok, and <laughs> I am addicted. And my favorite one is that little girl trying to do her seatbelt, and her dad's like, "How can I help you?" And she's like, "You you 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 take care of yourself." <laughs> she's like, "No, you worry about yourself." <laughs> like, yes. Why are these people so concerned? I wouldn't even notice who stood up or who didn't, and I wouldn't right. even notice because I mind my own goddamn business. Right, you know they're watching because it's Beyonce. <sighs> Did you so, watch any of the halftime show? Yeah. Um, I preferred Shakira to whatever J Lo had going on. <laughs> I watched it today because I didn't do anything Sunday, but I watched it um today and I really liked it. It was really good. I was mm-hmm. really um impressed with um. Well, not impressed. That's not the right word. I was just really glad that Shakira went out of her way to incorporate all of her heritage, all of her background. And then also mm-hmm. for the fact that J-Lo did the same. I really appreciated that. I was a little stunned that, you know, she had... Because I was like, they let, they let that fly, that she had the Puerto Rican flag? Because I was like, I mean, you know how Super Bowl is and how football mm-hmm. is. But... I had a friend send me an article today that was like Jay-Z and Rock Nation actually tried to stop her from doing that. They mm. tried to stop that and they tried to stop the kids in the cages. And it, it really kind of ticked me off because when I was watching the performance, I thought, okay, so maybe this is what Jay is doing. 
I'm thinking she was allowed to do this because of him, not knowing yeah, that he was trying right. to talk her out of it. But I, yeah. and I always kind of view J-Lo as a little safe. So I was really, you know, pleased that she made a statement, that both ladies made a statement. And I think they did mm-hmm. a really good show. I mean, it ain't yeah. Beyonce, but it's never going to be Beyonce. So right. <laughs> I think they both did a really good job. I'm even more disappointed that Jay-Z was trying to stop that. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> I want to know which one of these people is out here trying to compare Demi Lovato to Whitney Houston in the uh, in the national anthem. <laughs> I'm like, I was there during Demi Lovato's, and I wasn't, like, falling out. Like, I was like, okay, it's fine. Well, I didn't even care. <laughs> so, for people to be like, oh... Try and compare her to Whitney Houston. Nobody could ever. <laughs> so I don't really agree with you on this one. But not that I think she did better than Whitney Houston because I don't. But I didn't take it as people were. I just think they were saying she did a good job. Whitney Houston's number mm-hmm. one. Demi's number two. Like that's what I kept seeing. And again, okay. I didn't watch it. So I had mm-hmm. to go back and pull up the clip. And I feel mm-hmm. like she did what she came to do. She did a good job. On that same note, though, I can't tell you the last time I've seen someone perform the national anthem, you know, uh, live at any sporting event. So mm-hmm. I don't have, in like, those who were saying this is the best one they've seen in a long time, I don't really have anything else to compare it to. But I feel <laughs> like she did a great job. And I just, I, I felt like they were saying, hey, we hadn't started singing this good since Whitney Houston did it. And, but again, I wasn't all on, I don't know what Twitter had to say about it other than the Mm -hmm. tweets that were included in the article and all of those were just kind of like, Whitney's number one, Demi's number two. Yeah. So I didn't get too offended. Now, if somebody tried to say that she was better, then we would have had a problem. We would have had a serious problem. Yeah. I just feel like Whitney deserves her own sentence. <laughs> and then three paragraphs and later, is, maybe. <laughs> that is the truth. That is the truth. Speaking of Whitney, did you see the Google commercial? The Google Black History commercial? Yes. Did it make it you cry? It made me cry. <laughs> I didn't cry, but it did make me really happy. It was, oh, it, it, the first time I saw it, I just kind of teared up a little bit, but I didn't see the whole thing. And then when I went mm-hmm. to YouTube and saw the whole thing, yeah. I, I dropped a couple tears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it made me happy, but I didn't cry, cry. But it made me happy. <laughs> um, so your president, whose man is this? Know, Get your man. Does not know what how the United States works. <laughs> well, he, so he what like, he didn't know is where the team is. And he doesn't know how the United States works. <laughs> there's a Kansas City, Kansas, just like there's a Kansas City, Missouri. But yes. he didn't know where the team was. And it was so stupid because it's like, my guy, why do you tweet? Why? Oh, I don't know why someone has not taken his Twitter handle from him. Then yeah. someone else pointed out, and I don't know if this is true or not. You might know, but like, because you know he deleted that original tweet and then replaced it. Mm-hmm. But he's not supposed to be deleting his tweets. 
Yeah, because the Library of Congress. Yeah, so his tweets are supposed to be a part of that. And I, I knew that, I knew that the thread is supposed to be a part of that, but I mm-hmm. guess I never stopped to think about that means he can't delete anything. So it's like, I think why, it's, why is he being allowed be, to do this? It may be part of the Kafifi Act. <laughs> they made an act where the acronym is Kafifi. <laughs> Yeah, it was directly like towards like him and his tweets and deleting tweets and things like I don't, that. Why is he tweeting for himself? Like, give it to someone who knows it's, things. Um, I blame Obama because Obama fought to have the right to tweet mm-hmm. so that this asshole could. <laughs> but even he didn't live on Twitter and he told you you would know when it's him because he would tag it B.O. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why can't Trump do that? Why can't he do that? So, the Kafifi Act is a communications over various speeds electronically for engagement act. <laughs> oh, they, they, they worked hard to get it to fit. <laughs> right. Right. They formed this uh, specifically. And um, so, amends the Presidential Records Act to preserve Twitter posts and other social media interactions of the President of the United States and to require the National Archives to store such items. So I do know some things. <laughs> you know a lot of things, and here he is just deleting shit. Yeah, all willy-nilly. Yeah. I thought, this is so dumb. He is so... <laughs> and you're the president. You know what I mean? Right. It would be yeah. different if some layperson made this mistake. You're supposed you're to be the, the president. Person. I you're don't know damn why right. You're right. <laughs> you are, please correct me when I'm wrong because you're right. Uh, yeah. Oh, he just makes me sick. Throw him in the trash. <laughs> so, uh, Popeyes came out with a collection um, inspired by Ivy Park. And I ain't gonna lie, it's kind of cute. Yes. <laughs> But apparently they're almost sold out. <laughs> well, when I saw the little advertisement, I don't think I realized that it was for sale. That you could I thought they were saying these are the new uniforms. <laughs> right. For no, the people it ain't uniforms. There. It Look is at It is like their t shirts twenty dollars. Beyonce's is forty and sold out. <laughs> telling you there is nothing left of that ivy part right nothing. not even the fanny pack not even a pair of socks nothing not even the left. socks not even <laughs> the socks because i did want i did want um a pair of those tennis shoes <laughs> and i'm not a big fanny pack person but i thought mm, i could do it for beyonce Mm-mm. Mm-mm. gotta be quicker than that right right i think i looked at it like the day after and it was gone. Everything was gone. Right. <laughs> oh, well, maybe she'll send us a box. Maybe maybe someone, after our wonderful listeners rate and review us, we pick up more steam. Someone mm-hmm. will refer her to the podcast because she does listen to podcasts. And she will hear us and she will send us a lovely Ivy Park box. I'll be happy with just the little one. (laughs) From your lips to God's ears. Amen. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Okay. Um, So this last one um, is just a beautiful idea. 
Uh, this woman is tricking men on Tinder to pay $5, and then they get unmatched. <laughs> so she was like, oh, just pay me $5 and see what happens. It does be paying her $5. Boy, and then so she stupid. uses PayPal, so you can't, like, be forced to give the money back right. with PayPal. <laughs> it is really hard to dispute with PayPal. Right. Although I have I have made a dispute before with PayPal and I won. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she's like, uh, just see what happens. <laughs> and boys are so stupid. Like, stop thinking with your little head. That's what right. gets you into these situations. My- I mean, at the end of the day, it's like five dollars doesn't hurt that much. <laughs> but if you know you're getting scammed, one dollar hurts. Okay. Right. I. But they don't know yet because they're dumb. my only thing is now she done told everybody (laughs) these are like old though like yeah like the screenshots are for 2017 i don't think she could still get away with that and she went viral so yeah so i was like girl you didn't have to tell everybody (laughs) right but yeah it worked oh (laughs) listen i wish i wish i had that kind of entrepreneurial brain right (laughs) Just mad I didn't think of it first. All right. So we're going to take a second uh, to listen to our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Oh, oh. And so we're back with our Someone Something for the week. Um, we Today is the first day, or the Iowa caucus, um, I thought I knew what caucuses meant, and then today I realized that it's kind of weird, like, like, they have, like, set times you have to vote, so it's not, like, primaries where you can just go in and vote when you can, and so, even now that we're looking at it, the, the results are not 100%, but at the moment, they have Sanders probably gonna win about 33%, um, Biden probably go. Um, he's also in the like perhaps winner differential at thirty one percent. And this one was cut. Well, I would say this is surprising, but then again, I think about how Iowa is very white. <laughs> <laughs> so, Buttigieg is next up, and he's at twenty percent, and then Warren's at eleven percent. Hey, what do you think about Iowa? Like, do you think, like, they should always be the one that's first and is supposed to set the tone for the rest of our um, primaries? So, I, too, am not sure if I know what caucus means. I could be very wrong. But from my understanding, with the caucus, what, what, what separates states that hold a caucus versus those who don't is that Whatever vote you cast, that's the same vote you have to cast. So it's a commitment thing. So like mm-hmm. when their um, electorate casts that vote for that person, you are committing to that person for the primary. I could be mm-hmm. wrong, but that's the way I always kind of understood it. Um, So I don't know. But if that is the case, then I understand why they place so much importance on it. Because it's mm. more solidified. It's not going to change with the blow of the wind. As in, you know, how polls change, you know, whatever, whatever. 
could be wrong. I don't know. I don't know what macacus means. But <laughs> I just demographically I just feel like Iowa <laughs> is a weird state. <laughs> now, I don't know why Iowa like I don't know why everybody wants to court Iowa when mm-hmm. I think Florida makes the decision most of the time. Like, most of the time. I don't <laughs> I don't really know what that's about, but one th- one thing I think I can ascertain from uh, Iowan voters. I don't know if I said that <laughs> wrong, y'all. Sorry for our listeners in Iowa. <laughs> but uh, on the news this morning, mm-hmm. they were talking to uh, different voters. And seems like Iowa is either a pretty big swing state or if it's not categorized as a swing state, uh, just people are more apt to change their minds there because, mm-hmm. again, I wondered, well, Florida is who makes the decision most of the time. Why and everybody like lusting over Florida? But Florida's gonna be red pretty much. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, we pretty much know what's gonna happen. So I don't know if that's what makes it so attractive because I had several voters talk about, which I do not understand this, and I am not trying to understand because it is stupid. But there's just this wellspring of voters who voted for Obama twice then decided well I'm going to vote for Trump this time but they talked to a lot of them and a lot of them this morning were saying they're going to go back to the Democrat vote um some of them were saying I don't know yet but Mm -hmm. a vast majority of them were saying oh no we're going to go back and I don't know I guess being from the south I'm not used to seeing a truly swing voter but right. to hear them talk, <laughs> right, like it is what it is down here. But they were just kind of like, yeah, we thought it was going to be different. And this one, like, <laughs> silly me for thinking that when the reporter was asking them, like, what changed their mind about Trump? Silly me for thinking people were going to say things like, oh, well, you know, he's a hateful racist. <laughs> but most of, the, most of them were just like, he's just embarrassing. <laughs> Which, valid, <laughs> valid. But still, I was thinking the big thing was going to be, he's a hateful racist. No. They were like, no, he's just embarrassing. He's an embarrassment to the whole country. Uh, yeah. What I did hear a lot of people, a lot of the people who were Trump voters before mm-hmm. were going to switch to Udijic, which was weird because I would have thought they would have gone with Biden. Just because, to me, they're personalities. Right. But, listen. I'm but he's Midwestern. Right. I don't know. I'm ready to get Buttigieg out of here. He's, like, he's Midwestern and white. And so, like, for us as black people, we're not really interested in him. We're because not feeling he literally, him. he hasn't authentically said anything that interests us. He ain't trying. But... I will say this, um, even though I'm not sure, is Bloomberg even participating? Is he a part of this? Mm-hmm. Okay, so. But Bloomberg is, like, targeting southern moderate states. Listen, that's what I was about to say. I have been seeing Bloomberg commercials in mm-hmm. my little small town in the south in Mississippi. And let me tell you something. We don't typically see presidential election ads this early in the game down here. Um, yeah. and he's the only one I've seen. 
I, he, yeah, well, I'm not, I, take, I saw some, I saw some more, which I mean, but you're in a more metropolitan area than I am in. Mm-hmm. And so you probably have seen a few more. I did see um, a Biden one probably within the last week or so. But mm-hmm. Bloomberg been dropping them ads since he announced. And I mean, oh. often like this, like that just shows you the kind of money he working with. Yeah, I was going to say he is such a late bloomer. So when I was in Mississippi, I saw Bloomberg act there. I've mm-hmm. seen one here. Uh, maybe I've seen Bernie. But <laughs> Bloomberg, yeah, is spending that money because he's such a late bloomer. He didn't even get it into any of the debates. Yeah. Um. And maybe I'm just more sympathetic because apparently I agree with him <laughs> for I've, a policy. I, I would like for you not to admit that out loud. <laughs> I I feel like I'm more than more of a moderate than I think I am. Most yeah, days. that's fine. Just, let's just not agree with him. <laughs> let's find another moderate. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I was shocked. That was like. What the hell? <laughs> right. Yeah, he's just trying to get... Because, I mean, it is... I think that's his sweet spot is Southern yeah. moderate yeah. voters, probably black voters. <laughs> so. I'm... I, I'm not... I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I take a nap right here. <laughs> I've been watching this since the beginning, so I'm like, when is this going to... Yeah. When are people going to drop out? When is Tulsi Gabbard going to give up? <laughs> Tulsi, Tulsi, I just, I'm just ready. I just want us to, never mind. I don't, I don't feel like it. I don't have, I don't have the wherewithal to even get into it, but I just wish we were more informed and that's it. Like stop riding for people who the history is there that they don't ride for us. Like it's there. But y'all hate Hillary, though. Anyway, I digress. I digress. I digress. <laughs> I digress. All right. Well, yeah. So, um, just, I'm excited to see some movement. I feel like, hopefully, after these caucuses, some more people will quit. <laughs> I hope so. It will, you know. Oh, it's weird. The, um, the South Carolina Black Democrat Caucus endorsed Tom Steyer. I was like, The fuck? (laughs) Like, Why? (laughs) I'm just, I'm tired. I'm so tired. In the words of Nene Leese, I'm just so, 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 so tired. I'm so, so tired. (laughs) I didn't know what the fuck that that is. I was like, Tom Steyer, like, nobody else is endorsing him, but okay. (laughs) I don't even know who he is. He's a billionaire. <laughs> that's all oh, you need to know. <laughs> that's all I need to know. You're right. You are right. Ugh, right it's well. just, it's a lot. I just, I'm ready for this whole shebang to be over. I'm just ready for Trump to be out because he's trying to do a travel ban on my country and that's not going to work. <laughs> he's going to do a travel ban on every non-white country. That has been right. his goal for a long time and... I I consider myself a realist. <laughs> I try not to be pessimistic, but mm-hmm. you know what I'm scared of, and you know what I feel like is gonna happen. I, so. I'm tired of y'all saying those words out. In the, well, I'm not the putting atmosphere. them in the ether. I'm not putting them out there in the ether. But I'm just saying, you know, 
I boosted myself up the last time and thought there's no way. And that's what I get for being overly optimistic. (laughs) (laughs) I can't be cautiously pessimistic either because I just, my brain cannot. I just want to be a real, I want to be a realist because I'm not, I'm not a pessimist. I'm really not. I, I really, (laughs) I really try to hold on to all hope, faith, even when I have to make believe that it's there. (laughs) So I'm just ready for this to be over with. I'm ready for, I'm ready. You know what? I think I would feel better if we had a solid candidate. I am checking to see if there's an update. I think I'd just be, I'd be more relieved if we were like set with our candidate. It's Obama's fault. Like literally, like we're never going to love anybody else like we loved Obama. (laughs) And everybody keeps expecting that. And I'm like, it's not going to happen. Like we just got to get behind. Like Republicans didn't love Trump, but they got fucking behind him. (laughs) <laughs> no like i'm not so. gonna love anybody like obama um but i don't have to love you like i love him you know what i mean yeah and just but like, that's the difference between people like you and i and then other people because mm-hmm. i don't have to love a candidate i don't i don't understand i don't even remember who tweeted about this but it was so true about this whole phenomenon of standing politicians I don't have to stand for you, you know? Mm. You don't have to be my all-time fave. And you know what? I'm going to take a note out of Doyen's book. Again, that's Obama's fault because he was so standable. (laughs) Right. He was so lovable. But it's like, I don't have to be in love with you to feel like you're going to do what's best. Um, uh, The reports are saying that... I, I, I don't know how to read this chart, but... So I guess Sanders is winning... I don't yeah. know. Then Warren, which yay, and then Buttigieg. Yay. Um, it okay. just <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> I think Sanders is a little weird, but you know, <laughs> I didn't say but... yay for. I wasn't saying yay for Sanders. No, oh, you you're saying yay for Warren. Well, right? I was saying, I honestly was saying yay for Warren because she's a woman, and I don't like mm-hmm. Sanders. Like. Right. He has a history. He has the the proof is there. Look it up. So mm-hmm. it's like I wasn't I wasn't no. I was just saying yay. I I feel like Warren is gonna fall into that same trap of mm-hmm. Hillary. It's just that America Guys hates women. Ready. The world yeah. hates women, and America especially hates women. Super and hates women. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm surprised Biden isn't making a showing, yeah. but. I'm kind of not I, surprised. Yeah, I think we just lost interest in Biden. He doesn't have anything new for us. And, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised, though, if he bounces back. Oh, yeah, like in southern states. Biden. Yeah. Right, like, <laughs> like where yeah. our moms are not paying attention to anything that's going on. Yeah. He's going to bounce back. <laughs> he's got that talk. He's got that look. Mm-hmm. They're familiar with him. He's been around for a long time. You know, he's got they that Obama tag. Yeah. They're not they're not doing meaningful research. It's just that, you know, right. here's somebody I recognize. Right. And he <laughs> Granny said <laughs> Granny says she don't understand why don't nobody take Sanders close to the cleaners for him. <laughs> I was like, what? She's like, I'm just saying, he's on national TV and he's so wrinkled and unkempt. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was trying to explain to her that that's a part of his appeal, you know, right. that he's not all polished. And she was like, Mm-mm, he ain't going to be no president of mine looking like that. And he got dandruff. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Oh, I love Granny. Oh, I know, right? And then here comes Biden, white teeth, hair slicked back to the side. That's how White dentures. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, we'll survive. We'll survive. Yeah. And. It'll be okay. Yeah, we'll do. (laughs) (sighs) That's that. (laughs) Alrighty. And we are ready to transition into our poor life decision. I was listening to an episode of This American Life this weekend. And it was um, actually kind of headed by um, Bim Adewumi of former BuzzFeed Days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, with the thirst, um, mm-hmm. the thirst chat podcast, and so she was talking about delight, and she brought on Tracy from another round. Hey, super love. That's how I first m- was introduced to Bim was when she used to kind of sub on another round. Same, <laughs> and so um, she was talking about how. Dealing with her depression and how one thing that she was able to do was to kind of grow through the gratitude practice. Um, generally in my life when I'm feeling down, the last thing I want to do is to be thankful about anything. <laughs> <laughs> or I feel like my thankfulness is very like basic. It's like, oh, I'm thankful I woke up this morning and my knees still work. And I'm thankful that my parent, you know, my family's still here. Yeah. But um, it's hard for me to really think through that to the point where it helps. Helps in a way that like people speak of gratitude. So today we're going to talk about how to practice gratitude when you're depressed. Alrighty. Um, happiness is a goal that most people hope to achieve. It's why you've seen an increase in practices such as self-care and gratitude. Gratitude is a form of self-care that aims to bring a sense of well-being and contentment through appreciating the things we have in our lives. Unfortunately, it can be difficult to practice any type of self-care when you're suffering from depression. Um, and so they talk about how does gratitude help with depression? Um... The feelings and behavioral changes that depression brings doesn't go away, and gratitude won't cure your chronic depression, but it might just help to grease the wheel a little bit. Um, There's a study in Psychology Today that found that people with anxiety and depression who kept the daily gratitude journal were able to sleep better. Mm. Were able to sleep better. That doesn't help me. Thank you. Okay. So (laughs) here are five ways to practice gratitude with depression. One, uh, let's go the opposite way. So make an ingratitude list. Um, Sometimes to find the things you appreciate in your life, you need to make a list of the things you're not thankful for. (laughs) This can help you separate the things you actually don't appreciate from the things you just happen to be losing interest in because of your depression. So they talk about how are you not grateful for your painting supplies or are you just not interested in it right now? Mm -hmm. And, you know, I am... I can I'm really good at listing things I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> and even Ooh. having just that ingratitude list, I can flip it back to be like, okay, you know, I didn't like this, but 
on the flip side, you know, I do like this. <laughs> and I should be thankful for that. So I don't like waking up in the morning early. But on the flip side, I do like Roxy. And I like, <laughs> you know, how excited she is when I take her out of her kennel when we have to go to the bathroom. You know? <laughs> so it's kind of, you know, it helps me to see, you know, what I am thankful for. Easy. Yeah. Yeah, I try to, I mean, I don't know that I've ever just, like, sat and thought about what I'm not thankful for, mm-hmm. but when I feel myself being like, oh, I had to wake up at such and such time because mm-hmm. some dummy scheduled me an 8 o'clock meeting, <laughs> but then it's yeah. like, but Lord, I'm just grateful that I woke up this morning. You know, like, I try to, and like like the article says, it's not going to cure depression, but it does mm-hmm. help you put things into perspective sometimes. So, yeah. As a contrarian, it was very <laughs> helpful for me to be like, oh, okay, I can start this negative way and still end See? up where it's supposed to be. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, next one connect with others. And they say this part is hard because depression will try to pull you back into social isolation. Mm-hmm. But, um, a social isolation has proven time and time again to be bad for our health. We are social creatures, whether or not we're extroverts or introverts, and we do need social contact to stay healthy. So try to make a conscious effort to connect with people you love, a support group, or a trusted friend. Don't connect with them with any expectation of any result, but just focus on being with them. Yeah, and I've said plenty of times how, like, it just makes me recoil into myself even more. But I'm very mm-hmm. thankful that, like, my cousins in particular, like, they just, they're not having it. And so they will literally right. come and just drag me out. And I'm kicking and screaming the whole time. But afterwards, it is always like, man, I had fun, you know. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 I'm always glad I did it after the fact. <laughs> right. And the thing about it is I think sometimes people misunderstand um, self-isolation because mm-hmm. even though I'm the reason and even though I pull myself in, that doesn't mean that I won't feel lonely sometimes at, in those mm-hmm. moments even. And it's like, well, right. girl, you're the reason why you're lonely. Right. <laughs> but it doesn't, you know, when you're depressed, your mind doesn't process logic like that, okay? <laughs> right. Yeah. And I, as I get older, I learn more and more that like, Time by myself, too much time by myself is just as harmful as too much time with people. <laughs> and so, like, I have to balance that and be around people um, all the time. <laughs> all the time? Uh, uh, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I, I require a lot of petting and walking. Um, <laughs> next is find and thank a part of yourself that doesn't hurt. Depression anxiety can come with physical pain such as body aches, Stomach aches, fatigue, and nausea. When you're suffering from these symptoms, find a part of your body that doesn't hurt. Um, I don't usually feel these aches when it comes to depression, but just in general, like, my knee has been hurting lately because I'm a... Oh, bless you. Oh, bless you, Roxy. (laughs) Sweet thing. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, so my knee's been hurting lately because I'm over 30. (laughs) <laughs> so it's like you know think about something that doesn't hurt maybe my elbow <laughs> um, but you know that's a way to be you know grateful it's like yeah. oh well 
you know, this is going wrong, but, you know, here's something else that's working exactly as it should. <laughs> yeah, I need to work on that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, next is remember a time when you experienced kindness. The guilt that comes with depression can sometimes lead to self-deprecation. We all have events in our lives that we wish went differently, a.k.a. student loans. <laughs> but your depression can make these events play over and over again in your memory to help you navigate this negative process remember a time when someone was kind to you and made you happy maybe someone complimented you when you're passing by or a teacher helped you when you were really struggling this is the kind of stuff where I'm like oh I should put this in my journal <laughs> so I can come back later <laughs> And, you know, it's not difficult to do. I People are kind to me all the time. And, mm -hmm. yeah, I just choose to focus on how I'm feeling instead. <laughs> so we have to make an active choice. We have to make an active choice. Yes. If you knew how much I talk about you and Morphe setting powder <laughs> <laughs> oh. to everybody I know. <laughs> Okay, so next up was focus your gratitude externally. Anxiety and depression can keep you focusing on the internal. You feel tired, sick, lonely, or maybe even nothing at all. By focusing your gratitude externally, you can help ground yourself in the moment. What's right in front of you? You might appreciate the texture of your bed sheets, your hot cup of coffee, mm. the ray of sunlight coming through your window. Mm. The fact that you have a MacBook Pro that isn't slow as sin. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Gratitude doesn't have to be something extreme. It's finding the things you appreciate in your everyday life, no matter yeah. how small. Yeah. It can help you feel a little bit more content. Yeah. Um, that was one of the reasons why a few years ago I did that 100 Days Happy mm -hmm. and um, I did it twice. Well, I did it one time on my own and then Several of my line sisters wanted to do it. So I said, okay, I'll do it with y'all again. So I did it a second go around. Mm -hmm. And just the act of me having to make myself think of something mm -hmm. that made me happy today. Like mm -hmm. it's a small thing, but it really does make a difference. And it really does just goes to show how many things actually go right during your day. Yeah. Yeah. We should kick that back up. Maybe 30 days because I've have commitment issues <laughs> Joya, there's a reason why they say you do it 100 days there's a science behind it and you can't mm. just wants to modify like i mean i don't know i'll do 30 <laughs> i ain't that happy <laughs> right i'm like 30 days happy is gonna be her all these pictures <sighs> um so they say you can't cure your depression with gratitude the gratitude can help to ease negative thought processes and reduce symptoms so you can improve your well-being. So, I think we can all give it a gander. Like I said, I just grappled with the notion of gratefulness because it's like I literally feel like, you know, it, it's the same story every Thanksgiving. I'm happy for my health and I'm th thankful for my parents parent <laughs> i'm well, thankful no, for my family you're thankful for your parents <laughs> yeah and it's just like i don't feel like you know i just want to like actually be able to actively you know have that grateful mindset and i think this really helped me in my brain to like think about how i could actively do this 
I, so I think what helps me, because mm-hmm. I really don't find myself grappling with, it's, it's like I catch myself and I don't let mm-hmm. it get too far out of hand. And I, so I feel like I'm actually pretty good at being grateful and showing gratitude. And when I'm not going in that direction to catch myself and say, hey, I don't, I don't want to ever be ungrateful. But I think what helps me with that is that I work with the public. And mm-hmm. so it, it, people are amazed at what the real world is really like, because when you don't mm-hmm. work with people and how they and how the real world actually is, mm-hmm. you just don't you just don't get it. And so I think the fact that I work with the public does a lot for how I um, how I'm able to uh, to be grateful. Well, we're going to go to our favorite part of the pod, the buy you a drink. Who are you buying a drink for? Well, I am going to buy a drink for Traveling Grace because I have had to, well, I mean, I live in the South, so I have to drive everywhere I go. But lately I've been driving like a pretty good distance quite often and mm-hmm. this last trip I took last week, uh, and this is always for work, but this last mm-hmm. trip that I took last week, I just had a lot of anxiety around it. I knew it was making me feel kind of nervous, but I didn't realize how much it was putting on me until like my chest started hurting and it was really tight. And it's like, okay, I've got to get a grip. So mm-hmm. sometimes I just want to stop and say, you know what? I'm in my car and on the road so much. I am grateful for traveling grace. And you know what? If you were a person traveling grace, I would buy you a drink. Maybe two, but no more because you <laughs> need to be sober. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you buying a drink for this week? I'm buying a drink for um, my childhood bestie, Doyen. <laughs> Not me, but uh, her name is also Doyen. <laughs> and, you know... Um, we, you know, grew up, I think, maybe to, like, kindergarten together, and then they moved up north, and then she came back in my life around when my dad passed, and we have just, like, this click-tight, almost, like, twin mentality, <laughs> and I just want to buy her a drink, because, you know, I love her, and she's great. <laughs> that is so sweet! <laughs> Did you know that my, um, one of my childhood best friends, her name is also Chris. She moved away <laughs> when we were in the fifth grade, but we still no. kept in contact and we still do keep in contact. And it's like, yeah, yeah. you and I were meant to be together. It's like right. we're twins. Right. Go and get out of my brain. <laughs> well, like the two of us and my little sister, my mom used to dress us like, so I, I call us like the tiniest girl gang. To <laughs> 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 be the three of us. Um, as far as how you can get in touch with us, we are on the Instagram as Poor Life Decision. We are on the Twitter as PLD Pod. Chris is keeping it lit with the magicians. The magicians. Um, I just come in with drive-bys. Sweet of shit. (laughs) Um, we are on, you can email us at hello at poorlifedecision.com. Tell us what you want us to talk about. We would love to do an episode about some of the topics you have in mind. 
Um, what else? Oh, we're on Etsy. It's poor yes. life decision as well. Yes. Cannot urge you guys enough to check out that Etsy shop. Super cute mm-hmm. gifts. Great for like your favorite cousin or that co-worker. You know that one co-worker you have that you just sad when they're not at work because you're going to be lonely all day. Perfect, <laughs> perfect gift to show that, hey, you're my person. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I remind you all to please rate and review us. Go to iTunes. I think you can also rate and review on Stitcher. And mm-hmm. give us a great old five stars. Let's 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 explain why we want people to do that. When you rate us and leave us a review, you're helping us pick up more traffic. You're helping people see us. So that's mm-hmm. one of the ways that you can support us is to just leave us a great review. Give us that five stars. I promise you the others don't work. And mm-hmm. help spread the word about Poor Life Decision. And we're going to read yes. your review on air and you're going to be internet famous. And podcast famous. I was about to say, you got to <laughs> say it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, have a good week. Drink some water. Uh, mm-hmm. Contact your person. Mm-hmm. Um, Tracy reminded me of that this week. And, yes. Yeah. Sunscreen. Yeah, sunscreen. <laughs> we love y'all. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Now, what the hell is you looking for? Can a young man get money anymore? Let my pants sag down to the floor. Really do it matter as long as I score? Can't my car look better than yours? Can I have a bad bitch without no flaws? Come to see me without no drawers. In a stretch legs with about 10 doors.